Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. In today's episode, Joshua talks about the secret to manifesting. It's absolutely not what you think. In fact, this is a new idea. You may have to listen to this one a couple of times. It's really amazing. But in the end, at the very end, you will learn the absolute secret to manifesting everything you want. It's a very special episode. I think you'll really enjoy this one. Before we get going, we have a new basic training course starting February 27th. This is a course designed to bring you from wherever you are now to a much higher perspective, to get you ready for the new year, to get you up to speed with who you truly are. And uh, when you see this shift of perspective that's taking place, we've gotten the first basic training course. We're right in the middle of it right now. It's absolutely amazing. It's a brand new course. It's a collaboration between Joshua and the White Light. And it's something very special. So if you'd like to hear more about that, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. And of course, remember to like and subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends and do all that wonderful stuff that you do to support us. We really appreciate it. So without any further ado, let's get going. We are thrilled to be here. Hi, Joshua. So a lot of you have been asking, how do I feel better? How do I feel good as I'm on my journey of self-discovery in this reality on this earth? How do I feel good? Do I feel good by changing controlling conditions and making sure that everyone likes, loves, and respects me? Do I control how I behave around people? Do I control the way I act, what I think? What is the best way to feel better in this reality? And how do I manifest what I want? Why do I think I want what I want? Why am I not getting what I want? Why are things not feeling so good in the moment? Why do things happen to me? Are you really sure that things are happening for me? And we say, well, this is all a matter of your perspective and your perspective controls all of this. So if you wanna manifest all the things that you truly want in this life, you'll wanna raise your perspective because your perspective is your vibration. How you see yourself in your reality in every single area of your life is your perspective. That could be the perspective of a victim. That could be the perspective of the creator. That could be a perspective anywhere between. In some areas of your life, you have a very high perspective. And in those areas, you'll notice that things go well and that you are able to move effectively in that area of your life. And you don't have too many concerns or problems there. And then in some areas of your life, you think, well, things are not right. Things are bad. Things should be different than they are. You'll try and control things. You'll get urges to control things and change things. And you'll act on those urges and you'll effort and struggle your way, trying to make what you think you want happen in your reality. And there's no satisfaction to that. It doesn't really work. And you never really change how you feel. So if you want to feel good and if you want to manifest what you truly want in this life, and if you want to go easily on your journey of self-discovery, there's only one thing you can do, and that's to raise your perspective. You see, how you see yourself in your reality in every area of your life is a vibration. And that vibration is sent out to the universe. The universe responds with a reflection of that vibration. So you can know for sure how you're doing in any area of your life by how you feel. Do you feel good or do you feel bad? Well, if you feel good, then you're aligned with how your inner self is looking at your reality. This is simply a connection that is inherent to this reality. You're not alone. You're completely guided and supported in every minute with everything you're doing, every thought you're thinking, everything that you are intending to experience in this reality is supported fully by your inner self. How you know when you're going along with that support? Well, you feel good. You have fun. You are receiving inspiration all the time. But if you're not feeling good, it's because your perception of what's happening in your reality is off. It's not accurate. And the most basic form of communication between you and your inner self and you and your guidance supporters is the emotion you're feeling, is how you feel. 
So if you're not feeling so good in any area of your life, or you're not feeling so good in life in general, it's because you're thinking or looking at your life in a way that is not supported or agreed to by your inner self. Now you are living in this life with a perception of reality based in the life you've lived, the conditions of your youth, the conditions of earlier times and how you've been thinking for a while. So there's a bit of momentum there. And you can be satisfied with the perspective that you have now, if you're listening to this right now, is very high as it is, but it could be higher. And if you wanted to raise that perspective, well, you would have to see yourself as more of the creator, more of the manifester of this reality, more of the one who's actually in charge, more the one who is really, really, really in control of what's going on. You'd have to take responsibility for everything that's in your life now, because it's a reflection of who you've been being and who you think you are. And you'd have to take responsibility for raising that idea of yourself. Now, intellectually, you can raise your idea of yourself pretty easily. If you go from thinking things are happening to me to things are happening for me, intellectually, it's going to feel better. It's going to raise your perspective a bit. It's going to help you access inspiration and even intuitive abilities. But if you really want to raise your perspective and you really want to let that sit in, well, then you'll have to feel the emotion of it. You'll really have to understand that how you feel when you choose a higher perspective and when you act differently than you might have acted before in a similar situation, because you're now seeing yourself as a creator, now seeing yourself as responsible for your reactions, seeing yourself as responsible for your beliefs, your thoughts, how you're conducting yourself authentically or inauthentically. When you feel the emotion because you're seeing it from a higher perspective, that changes your perspective. The emotion sinks into every cell of your body. It changes every aspect of you. It, you cannot have a limiting belief. When you felt the emotion of gratitude for someone who's going through a difficult time and maybe lashing out at you and showing you a reflection that you couldn't see of yourself otherwise, when you really understand that a manifestation event comes to you to give you guidance and to show you where you are in your perspective and where you are leading your life in a more or less victimy way, and that you can change how you see yourself in that moment and feel the rush of excitement or gratitude or appreciation or even interest and curiosity. You see, you don't have to come from a limited perspective to the highest perspective in the moment. You can do this gradually. It will happen gradually. But when you see it happening, and when you feel it happening, and when you feel the emotion of that, you can know it's setting in. Once you've felt that emotion, you cannot go backwards because the limiting beliefs that cause you to feel out of sync with your inner self are no longer there once you feel that emotion. The information that was lacking in this limiting belief is now filled by the experience of it. But to come to see yourself as the creator of your reality, what does that even mean? Well, it simply means that everything in this reality is set up for you. Every single thing is set up for you to see who you are, see how you're being, lead you further and further to more experiences that will raise your perspective if you allow it. And every limitation is also held on by you, held on tightly sometimes, because you think that, well, that's just wrong or bad. And if I were to say that was right and good, then I would be subject to that kind of thing happening to me all the time. And so I will hold on to my limiting beliefs and say that is wrong and damn that and condemn that and complain about it all the time in the misguided attempt to keep it away. But when you're trying to keep away things, well, are you being the creator of your reality? Or are you being the victim? 
if you're trying to hold things apart from you, if you're trying not to experience certain things that would be of benefit to you, are you really going with the flow of the life experience that you chose and that you created before coming here? You're sort of acting as if things aren't really set up to help you. And in this way of thinking, you are holding a limited perspective. Now, it is courageous to change that perspective. And we agree that you might want to feel safer by holding on to these limiting beliefs, but these limiting beliefs do you no good, serve you not one bit, not at all. If you want to feel good, if you want to manifest the life that you wanted to live, if you want to manifest a life beyond what you thought was possible, there's only one way to do it. And it's not by controlling or efforting or struggling or going out and getting it or being better or competing has nothing to do with that. That will never work. It will never make you feel good. It will never be satisfying. There's only one thing you can do. And the only thing you can do is start seeing yourself as the creator of this reality, as the one who can choose how you react to anything. And when you react differently to things, when you start to express love, when you start to have the confidence that things are happening for you, when you realize that everyone else is a creator as well, and they're all equal, and they're all doing their own thing, and they're all going through the experiences that they came here to explore, has nothing to do with you. You are not responsible for them. When you start to realize that, and you don't need to help others, you just need to express love and acceptance. That's all you need to do. You just need to express grace, grace in the presence of others when others are not having a good time. And when you can see that that cannot affect you and they cannot make you feel anything and they cannot create new reality or even influence you, they cannot even influence you when you're holding this higher perspective. Now that higher perspective will attract inspiration, inspiration that cannot be attained from any other perspective inspiration that if you act on, you'll be led to another experience. And if in that experience you feel emotion, you know for sure you've climbed another step and you've gotten to another higher perspective and your reality will change. Not the conditions, not the outside physical features, although they may, but how you feel within them, how you see yourself within them, how you approach everything. That's evidence of the higher perspective. And this creates grand momentum. You see, most humans living right now are at a quite high perspective relative to past civilizations, past generations. And yet most humans are accepting maybe 1% of the inspiration that comes to them. You're all at a much higher perspective. And so maybe you're accepting 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10% of the inspiration that comes to you. And you're acting on much of that inspiration. But what if you got another 1% or 2% higher? Well, that would be quite a bit higher. And when you got a little bit higher in perspective, when you saw that, well, things are happening for me and not to me. I am the creator of this. I can engage with love with every person, with every situation. I can be neutral to it all. You'll receive more inspiration. You'll be more confident. You'll be able to push past these irrational fears. You'll take more action. You'll have more experiences and you'll feel more emotion. Then your emotional sensitivity will get a little bit stronger. You'll really start to feel the energy. You really start to feel your way around things. You won't be looking and hearing and touching and tasting and smelling all these things. You'll use your physical senses less and you'll rely on your empathic abilities and senses more, your internal senses, your non-physical senses, the senses you use in the non-physical. You will be able to read a person, 
You'll be able to feel their vibration. You'll know their energy. You'll know where they are. And then you'll realize, well, they're just at a more limited perspective than I am. They don't have access to the same choices, decisions, and actions that I have. They'll get there in their due course. And maybe, maybe if they're willing to shift their perspective, they may look at me and say, wow, how did you do it? How did you manifest all these things? How do you stay so calm and relaxed and easy around others? How do you just walk into every situation with such confidence and ease and grace? Well, because I changed my perspective. I started looking at myself, not as the victim trying to control things, but as the creator who set myself up in this reality that's perfect for me. This life is perfect for me. How I feel is the only thing that matters. And so I choose to feel good. That choice of feeling good has led me to books and podcasts and videos and people that are on that same journey at the highest, highest level to break new ground and to explore in new ways, to see themselves as more good, more worthy, more magnificent, more true to who they are, and more authentic. I don't play by the old rules anymore. I don't need you to have an opinion of me that makes me feel good because I feel good in who I am. And that is reflected most of the time in my reality. That is reflected. And if it's not reflected, well, if something catches my attention, I feel a twinge of negative emotion. I know oh, there's a limiting belief there. I can process it now. And you can do the same thing. And if you want to know how, here's how. And if it's up to you, whatever you want to do with that information, maybe you're into it, maybe you're not, doesn't matter. This is what I'm doing. This is what I found. And I know with a little practice, as I raise my perspective, I get more clarity and everything becomes easier. Everything is filled with more joy. And then unimaginable experiences start happening. And those unimaginable experiences are experiences that I couldn't plan for, couldn't pay for, couldn't set goals for, couldn't have a to-do list for, couldn't put a vision board on because I had no idea they were coming. But they keep coming now. They keep coming now. And they're surprised and delight me. And in those unimaginable experiences, guess what happens? I feel even more emotion, even more emotion. And I see the truth more and more of who I am. And that's where I'm headed. And I've chosen this for myself. I don't need anyone to go along with me. I don't need anyone to agree with me. I don't even need to explain it to anyone. This is what I've chosen to do because I know in my heart that as I raise my perspective, my vibration raises and I become a vibrational match to all the good in this life. This is where you all are. This is where you're heading. This is what's available to you. This is a fun ride. This is very interesting. You've all gotten to this level and you're ready to go on to the next. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Where would you like to start? I have a question, Joshua. Jerry. So uh, when the, in the oneness uh, extension course today, if it, you know, this idea that, that everyone is a projection of us and showing us something. And if, if we, and really our goal is at this point should just be to chase manifestation events. And I use the word chase in a, in a fun and loving way, kind of like the game of whack-a-mole. Every time you experience a manifestation event, you're learning something about yourself. You're expanding through that which leads me to think that the idea or the concept to manifestations, to, a manif to manifesting something has nothing to do with creating something that you don't have and all about the journey of self-discovery, discovering more and more about yourself and interacting, connecting with everybody around you to learn more and expand through that. That's a very high perspective. 
That's an incredibly high perspective. So imagine someone comes into your presence and we will say that most of the time, that manifestation event of someone coming into your presence is joyful, is fun for you, is interesting, exciting, and gives you goosebumps and gives you full of fun emotion. And once in a while, they'll become this honorary person who will show up in whatever context that is. Generally, in that context, it's not so important. It's someone you don't really know. It's someone who may be driving in traffic or at a store, and they're just maybe annoying you. And you say, well, why would this person be annoying? Why would I be annoyed by what they're doing? Oh, yeah, there's some limiting belief. What would that limiting belief be? I think they should be different than they are. Hmm. Well, if everyone's showing me a reflection, if everyone's coming to me to serve me, everyone's perfect in their role. If there is no imperfection, then they should not be different than they are. They should be who they are. They should come. And this is a gift because it's alerting to me this little limiting belief that I had no idea that I had about how people drive or how people act in stores or, or these sort of things. And so I get to say, well, we're all one. We're all one. Let's just say humanity, everyone on the planet, this is the mass of all of it, of all the experiences, of all the conditions, of all the explorations that everyone's doing on their own. All of this, let's just say all of this is God. And I am part of all of that. And so for me, when someone comes into my reality and they trigger some belief and I feel negative emotion, I know my inner self is seeing them as God. I know my inner self is seeing as them as perfect. I know my inner self is seeing me as perfect, even having this reaction to them. And so what's getting in the way? Well, there's a belief without information. There's a belief based in a limited perspective. So there is a hole in this belief. And so how am I going to fill in this hole? Well, here's one way to fill in the hole. Instead of being annoyed, instead of my usual reaction, instead of wanting them to be different, let's play with this a little bit. Let's see how could they possibly show up right now? How could they and me be at the same place? They must be a vibrational match to me somehow, otherwise they couldn't be there. And I must be a vibrational match, otherwise they couldn't be here. So what is that match? Well, that match is, in this case, this coordination of trillions of forces going on, intricacies going on, that has brought us together and caused an event, caused some sort of interaction, and has brought up some fear. You mean annoyance is fear? Yes. It's not sheer terror, but there's some slight fear in there. And you're saying, well, you know, if this person's acting this way, there's something wrong with the society. And maybe there should be more rules and more things and go, oh, no, no, no. That's sort of controlling, isn't it? That's wanting to control. So I'm still in this habit of controlling my conditions. This is a little tiny thing here. So maybe I could just accept them, play with this. How could I react differently? How could I show the universe that I've changed my state of being? And of course, I have changed, but here is an example of something coming up to bump against where my perspective is low. Now, my intention is to keep raising that perspective. Well, that's why I attracted this person, because how would I know about this limiting belief without this person coming into my life right now? So I brought this person in somehow, some way. I've created this event going on to show me something, to show me a little bit of resistance. How can I use that resistance? Well, I can find that limiting belief. 
I can have this experience. I can look back on it and I can see how it's perfect. And I can appreciate that person for coming in and being honorary on that day. They're probably a wonderful person the rest of the time. They probably have lots of people that love them. And they're probably going through a hard time right now. But they had to go through that hard time to show me this tiny little limiting belief. Can you imagine that? All of their life has lived to this point in time where they're showing me this one tiny little belief in me. They've had to go through everything in their whole life just to show me this one tiny little belief. With that, I feel gratitude for them because now I can see it. Now I can see this little low-hanging fruit of limited perspective that I can pluck easily and turn around, turn it around completely. And so now I can look at this person and maybe be inspired when I am not in a honorary, low emotional state of being. If I could stop for a moment and realize, no, this is not happening to me. This is happening for me. Maybe even feel the emotion of this annoyance. And what is that feeling anyway? Is that feeling really bad? And it's not really bad. It's it's something about this fear that's associated with it. And I didn't even think it was fear, but there's some fear in there. So there's this fear associated with this person over here who's doing this thing that I find annoying and I wish they wouldn't do that. But what if I let that feeling ease and gave myself a little time to shift my perspective, didn't remove myself from that person, which is what I would normally do, try to control the condition by leaving it. But what if I lean into it just a bit and then some inspiration comes, wave, smile at them, say something to them. Some idea will come to you and you won't want to act on it because it'll seem weird. People just do not do that. People just not wave at strangers or smile at strangers or go over and say hello. That is a weird thing to do, but I'm going to do it anyway because that's the inspiration I got. And so you have that experience. And instead of wanting that person to be different, you want them to be exactly how they're being. You get this inspiration, you push past the fear, you take some action, you have an experience, and that experience does one thing. It raises your perspective. It gives a little information to that limiting belief, fills it in so it's not so limiting anymore, reduces the intensity of it. And then you get on with your day. And you start saying, all right, so the times when people come in and they give me joy, I love those times. They feel so good. They show me empowering beliefs. I can raise the intensity of that. I can really say, this is amazing. All these great people coming in and, and how fantastic they are. And then the occasional honorary person pops in and you can say, that's just as good as the person who brought me joy, because we are all one. We're all here to do the same thing. We're all here to raise the perspective and to bring in brand new thoughts, brand new ideas, brand new feelings into this reality, brand new way of thinking. When you do that, you help you, you help the mass consciousness, you help that person, you prove to the universe that you are operating at a higher perspective. You are not having to do it every single time. A lot of times you'll not be able to do it. That's okay. But once in a while, when you can do it, you're going to have a feeling. And that feeling is going to be amazing. And that feeling, after having the experience with the honorary complaining person and acting on the inspiration that came to you because you got out of that limited state of being by appreciating that person, being grateful for their presence, for this event, that feeling is going to go within every cell of your body. And it's going to alchemize that fear into love. And you're taking a little bit of fear out of the mass consciousness for all. And you're commuting it, changing it in your body, 
and now it's expressed as love. And so this whole punch bowl now turns from sour, bitter grapes into something sweet and delicious that everyone can taste. You, by changing how you normally react to something, add love into that mass consciousness. And that is so much more powerful than the fear. You see, the fear has been there all along. The fear is going to be there. But when you express love into that consciousness, that love is so much more sweeter than the fear. Add so much more flavor to the punch bowl. Add so much more zest and possibility and hope and, and clarity into that that's available for more and more and more people. It's exactly as if you had raised your perspective so high that you got the inspiration for an invention. And you unlocked that and brought it down, and now that invention is available for the whole masses. Same thing with an idea of love. Exactly the same thing. But so much more accessible because there are so many more people looking for ways to feel better. And by you feeling better in that moment, you add that, that availability of this idea, of this concept, of this action into that consciousness of oneness that everyone has access to because of your bravery, your commitment to see things from a higher perspective. That's how awesome you are. That's amazing. Thank you. Excellent. Who's next? Hi, Joshua. This is a similar question, but the ordinary person is coffee for me right now. I cannot have a good relationship with coffee. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel crappy. It's a cycle. And then I have a headache and then I, I quit. So I feel bad. Then I feel better Then I want it again. Excellent. So, so yeah. let's start with this idea of can coffee make you feel bad? Right. Well, I know the answer is no, even though it feels like the answer is Okay. Yes. Say, <laughs> tell us why it cannot make you feel bad. Because I, I have control over my reality. Well, I'm the creator of my reality. Yes. Now let's talk about this substance called coffee. Coffee can't make you feel bad. However, neither could a bee sting. Now, if you get a bee sting, you're going to feel bad because your body doesn't react well to bee stings. Yeah. It's intentionally there to set you up to avoid getting stung by a bee. <laughs> Sharks can't make you feel bad unless they bite you. So if you're not in the water, you're not gonna get bit by a shark. Nothing to worry about. If you're not messing around with bees, probably not gonna sting you. And if you're not drinking coffee, it's not gonna make you feel bad. But everybody else drinks coffee. It doesn't seem to impact them that way. If everyone else jumped off a cliff, as your parents would say. <laughs> See, you're a unique person. Did you notice that? Have you figured <laughs> that out yet? Or are you, are you thinking you're like everyone else? Oh, sure. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so tell us what makes you unique. What's one unique thing about you? Well, I do that. I mean, I read these books. Excellent, excellent. You're in a small group of people. So, so... We will say that every aspect of you is unique and together it makes up a unique you. And have you noticed that there's no other Katie's in the world, just like you, there's yes. no other people like you. There's no one else who's ever had this experience past, present or future. No one ever will again. No one ever has before. No one has now you are here to experience reality in your own unique way. Maybe 
just maybe where you are right now, coffee isn't suitable for your vibration where you exist now. That could change. Maybe it did in the past. Maybe it was fine in the past. Maybe it will be in the future again. But why do you think it is where you are now? What are you doing now that's a little bit different? I have a full-time job where other people drink coffee and I feel like I need the energy or something. All right. So compared to those people, how is what you're doing now a little bit different than what they're doing now? I feel more in tune with understanding I'm creating my reality and all, and all that. And how do you, when you say in tune, what is it about you that allows you to feel in tune or feel not in tune? Meditating. Well, we would say your feelings. Yes. So you're in a position right now where, first of all, you're a highly emotionally sensitive person. Your emotionally sensitive sensitivity enables you to act, to take on a character, to understand what the character is going through. You can use that emotion to drive that character and make it believable to others. So you're a highly tuned feeling person. And in this practice that you're doing now, the whole point of it is to get more in touch with your feelings. Now, what happens when you drink coffee? You are not in touch with those feelings like you were prior to it, you see. Yeah. And so the universe right now says, hold on, Katie, let's just calm down and avoid things that are going to affect your feelings because we want you to focus on these feelings now. And if you feel tired and you feel like you need some stimulant, feel tired. Feel what that feels like. Stop lying to yourself. Stop trying to avoid how you feel. Stop realizing that, well, I can solve this problem of feeling tired by having coffee. Or I could solve this problem of feeling tired by getting out of the resistance that I'm in. You see, if you're not in resistance, you're going to have all the energy in the world. It's going to be ridiculous how much energy you have. And if you're feeling tired, it's because you're resisting, resisting, resisting. You're thinking things should be different than they are. You're thinking you should be different. You're thinking you should be more ahead of where you are now. You're not considering how far ahead you are, how far of a perspective shift you've already made. And as you raise your perspective, the number one side effect of that is feeling more, more sensitive. If you've ever ran across an actor who had no emotional sensitivity, they're a little flat, aren't they? And if you would say that one of the greatest gifts an actor could have would be emotional sensitivity, then as an actor, you say, well, how do I increase my emotional sensitivity more? So you want more emotional sensitivity. All of you do, no matter what you're doing. You want to be more emotionally sensitive because as you get more emotionally sensitive, you'll know exactly when you're resisting and exactly when you're going with the flow. You'll know when you're a bit off. You'll know when something is catching your attention that you can now resolve, pay attention to, deal with, you see? So these things for now, at least, are getting in the way because you're focused on feeling good and not feeling good by taking something outside of you and putting it in you, feeling good by your perspective of everything. So when you feel tired, you say, okay, this is a good sign. I am paying attention now. There must be some resistance that's causing me to be a little off. 
maybe not sleeping well. Maybe I'm spending too much energy in this one area. Maybe I'm efforting and struggling. You see, you can't get tired without effort and struggle. You're not farming a cornfield all day. Your body isn't exhausted. It's just resistance. Your inner self very much wants you to know when you're resistant. If you're killing the messenger of resistance, which is your tiredness, by coffee or any other stimulant, you're not getting it. You're not paying attention to the resistance. You're just using something outside of you to make you feel good. And again, the victim uses things outside of them to make them feel good or bad. You're turning inside out. You're trying to feel what you want to feel on the inside. And you very much want to feel the resistance because then you can pin it down. Your resistance is due to one thing, your perspective, how you're viewing yourself and your reality. Why am I doing this thing I don't want to do? Why am I spending so much time and effort struggling to get what I think I want? Why am I going in the old approach to life saying, this will get me that, and this will get me that, and once I get all that, I'll feel good? Why don't you go with a new approach to life that says, hold on, feel how you feel now. Sometimes you feel good. Sometimes you feel not so good. When you feel not so good, why? Because you're trying to control conditions to get what you want. Rather than understanding that the way to get what you want is to see yourself as perfect as you are right now. How can I see myself as perfect right now? All this is going on. Oh, I've been working on this and working on this. I've been building my career. I've been getting this relationship going. I've been trying to be this person. I've been trying to be spiritual. I've been trying, I'm meditating. I want change in my reality. Gary said that all the time after the first book was created. You mean it's a change in your perception that creates what you want? I want my stuff. I want my money. I want all this stuff that I dreamed of. Yeah, this is how you're going to get it. You're going to get everything you want and way more by changing your perspective of yourself. And everything in this reality is designed to help you do that, coffee included. <laughs> everything. So maybe think about, all right, I'm not going to do what all these other people are doing. They're not in my perspective. They're still in fear. They're still in the old approach to life. They're still efforting and struggling, trying to get what they want, thinking success is going to make them feel good. It's not. It won't. It can't. What makes you feel good is understanding where you're resisting and why you're resisting it. It's always because you have a limited perspective of yourself in that area. And so now you can shore that up. What's that limiting belief? What's causing me to feel like this way? What am I really doing here? Am I still spinning my wheels, efforting and struggling to get what I think I want? That's the old approach to life. What if I simply did nothing other than raise my perspective and accessed higher inspiration? What if I acted on that inspiration? What if that inspiration led me through experiences to resolve these limiting beliefs? And I gained a higher perspective. What if I said, I don't care what I want anymore. I don't care what the outcome is anymore. I don't have any more ideals because I can't imagine where I'll be in a year. I'm just for now in this course. I'm just going to meditate. Think about the inspiration that comes. Think about the fear that pops up when there's inspiration. Push past that irrational fear. See myself as the creator. See myself as receiving everything I need when I need it to do whatever I need to do. Having faith that I have all these guides and supporters, that I am this intricate, layered, multidimensional being living in a physical reality, here to do one thing, to be authentic. If you were 
absolutely authentically Katie, you'd be unstoppable in your career because that's what they want. That's what everyone wants. But guess what? You would not care. You would not care because they can't see you. Only you can see you. And as you raise your perspective in area of your life, career, relationships, finances, all these things, when you say, I have all the money I need to do whatever I need to do, I'm always going to be that way. It doesn't care what my bank account says. I'm never going to be homeless. I don't have that vibration. That's a vibration of a limited perspective who needs to experience that. I'm never going to be out of anything I need ever. It's not possible. I will always have the relationships I need. This one is here now. It's fun. It's great. It's awesome. It doesn't need to be here forever because we're all going to change. So if it changes, if he comes along, if he comes along, it's great. If I can keep it with him, it's great. Whatever it is. This career, yeah, it's interesting now. See where it goes. We'll have fun with it. We don't care about anything. The only thing we care about is how we feel about ourselves in our reality. That's a perspective. Now, that perspective translates into a vibration. Well, you, you have a higher vibration. That means you have a higher perspective. You mean to have a higher vibration. You mean to have a higher perspective. You mean these things work in tandem? Well, you know everything's vibrational, and what you want exists at a higher vibration. It always will. Higher and higher and higher and higher and higher. Now, you can't get up there by thinking of yourself down here. It's not possible. Nothing you want that exists for that higher vibration can be had where you are now. You can't get the ideas. You can't get the inspiration. You can't get the decisions, choices, and actions. You can only get there. You can only unlock that by seeing yourself differently. That's all it is. Now, you've come a long way because you're going from this place of, I'm a victim, things are happening to me, nothing's working, to everything's coming when I need it to do what I need to do. I'm here on a journey of self-discovery. I am going to go with the flow of this life. I'm going to do things differently. I'm a maverick. I'm going to explore who I am. I'm going to become more authentic, more feeling, and I'm going to let alone all the society's trappings I see all around me. Because by being in that society, it's so obvious. No one's happy. Gary used to live in Palm Beach, one of the most expensive towns in the world. And he had this joke that when he moved there, it was just amazing because everyone's driving these convertible Maseratis and, and Porsches and Rolls Royces, and everyone has a smile on their face ear to ear. They're so happy. And people are like, really? He said, no, not one of them. They're all miserable, every one of them. None of that money, none of that success, none of those things ever made them feel good. He did a real estate deal on a $24 million mansion where the woman had lived in her bedroom for 12 years, never stepped out one time. The house was a mess. She had a assistant and the assistant took care of things, took care of the dogs, brought her food, did things like that. That was the only person she ever saw. Lived that way for 12 years. Had all the money in the world. That's an exploration of lack. The conditions don't mean anything. How you feel means everything. Here you have an experience of feeling. It isn't working. It doesn't feel good, but you keep going back to it thinking it should thinking it should be different than it is, or you should be different than you are, when in fact, it's perfect. Look for the perfection, and this clarity is obvious. You'd get there. It's obvious. Look for the perfection. Why does coffee make me feel bad? Why does everyone else get to have coffee, and I don't? Oh, that sounds like a victim saying that, doesn't it? <laughs> Why do I need something outside of me to make me feel anything? Sounds like a victim. 
How about I think about why I'm tired in the first place? That can only be one thing. I'm offering resistance to how my life is. Why? Because I think it should be different. Okay, limiting belief, limiting belief. Let's play with those. Let's raise that perspective. Let's see how it works from creating from within and then go on that journey, receiving inspiration. Hey, how about having this for breakfast? How about having this dinner time that's different than everyone else? How about trying this, trying that, trying this? And then you go on this wonderful journey of curiosity and exploration where you're being led, not from what other people are doing, not from what society says is the quick fix, but from what your inner self says. Pure guidance from your inner self. Write it down. Hey, inner self, what's this deal with the coffee? I like coffee. I like feeling pepped up and high and happy and giggly, but it makes me feel anxious and nervous and, and sweaty. What's the deal there? Oh, Katie, thanks for writing. How about you're not needing that right now because you're exploring your feelings and this interferes with that exploration. Imagine Lewis and Clark exploring the West and they're saying, well, not a lot to eat out here. Wish they had a restaurant here. Be nice if they had the Waffle House out here. Well, if there was a Waffle House out there, they wouldn't be exploring anything because someone would be exploring it before them, right? You get everything you need. Lewis and Clark needed a desolate West to explore. Sure, from their perspective, challenging. From your perspective, challenging. Because you're going in a brave new territory. And you don't have any examples to follow. Because everyone else is doing the old thing, the old approach. You're approaching life from within. Who does that? We promise you, there's no one doing that on TikTok. There's no one doing that on Facebook. There's no one doing that on social media. There's people talking that they know what they're doing, but you have a higher perspective now than they do. They have no clue what you know. They haven't done the work that you've done. They haven't done the study that you've done. They haven't done the practice that you've done. You have to see yourself as already one of the highest perspectives in the world and then say, my commitment is to raising this perspective. That will bring me step by step by step. I don't know how, what I truly want. I'll see it. I'll get the clarity. I'll get used to this. I'll get comfortable with it. And then I'll be on a roll. Then you'll have momentum. You're all going from an old momentum of life where you operated in the old approach for a long time. That's a big cargo ship that's been barreling through the ocean that now has to turn around. Takes a little time to turn around. But as you do it, Step by step by step, you'll notice that pretty soon you'll look back and you go, who was that person back then? I don't recognize them. I feel so good. I have so much energy. I have so much clarity. I have so much fun. I have unimaginable experiences that I can't even explain to people because they would never get it in a million years. That's what you want. That's where you're going. Look at the signs that's happening all over you and realize everything's perfect. There is no wrong anywhere in the universe. Who's next? I have, a qu I have a question. Shannon. So I wanted to ask you about angels. So I've been on a spiritual journey forever, led me to law of attraction and the Abraham and all. But then when my son transitioned three and a half years ago, it really kind of amped up my spiritual journey, which was also a healing journey, which led me to books and podcasts and documentaries. And, you know, I've really been fascinated with the afterlife. You know, I know about soul planning and things like that. Well, there's a lot of talk of angels as well. You talk about guides and supporters. 
So I'm curious, is that just, are angels just another guide and supporter? And the other question about angels I've learned is they're just kind of on standby. They're always around, but they really can't do anything unless we bring them in. So can you kind of clarify that? In this reality, where you are the bravest of the brave, where you are experiencing an individual feeling separate kind of reality, there is a collective consciousness, but you're not hooked into it. You forget who you are. Would you really want someone coming into this playground that is built for speed, that is built for manifesting things that cannot be manifested anywhere else? that is built for a true radical experience. Would you want someone coming in and saying, hey, here you go, here it is. Let's change this up. Let's just change your life. Let's just switch you with someone else. Or would you just like to be knowing that when you need it, they're there to help you. Now, when we say when you need it, we mean when you need to get out of bed in the morning, they're helping you. When you're getting dressed, they're helping you. When you're choosing breakfast, they're helping you. When you're about to get in your car to go to work, they're helping you with the timing of all this. When you back up and look both ways, they're helping you look both ways. When you're looking at the clock and noticing it's 2.22 or 3.33, that's guidance. They're guiding you every step, every moment of your life constantly. Now, who's guiding you? Well, you chose a cadre of guides prior to your birth based on the life that you wanted to live. Some are with you every moment of your entire life. Some come forward at certain times. But you will always have everything you need in the form of guidance and everything else in this reality. So angels, you may have chosen an angel to come and be one of your guides. You may have chosen a figure from the past who actually lived physical reality to come and be one of your guides. You chose a whole bunch of individuals or a whole bunch of representations of guides because you knew exactly what you're going to do in this lifetime what you're going to explore. You had agreements with those coming in at the same time with you. And your specific intention was to expand and joy. Now, what does expanding and joy mean? It means you came in to expand your awareness of who you truly are in this lifetime and do it in joy. Well, you weren't satisfied expanding in suffering, discontentment, disillusionment, disharmony. So what you did is you brought in a pretty intense emotional system. So you feel things. And so when you weren't feeling good, this led you to information that would help you feel better. This led you to say, what can I do to feel better? And that led to this book and that podcast and that video and this teacher and that teacher and this teacher and that teacher until where you are right now. So you have to say, looking back, that every single step in your life, every decision, every choice, everything that led you to where you are now was part of your pre-birth intention. Every single thing, every single, there was no accidents in any of it. Everything was part of it. You may say, well, I would have had a nicer life if someone had stepped in and changed my mind there or changed my possible way of acting there. And we say, no, everything happened perfectly because this is the most expanded you've ever gone in any lifetime. This is what you intended. Now, most of humanity are not there yet. Most of the humanity are not on this call right now or listening to this podcast right now. Most of the humanity is listening to gossip and other people complaining and politics and things like that. Most of humanity is existing in a state of fear, not feeling good, but they're 
emotional sensitivity isn't that strong. So it doesn't really affect them yet. It'll grow stronger. And when they see the potential of people like you who are living, actually enjoy, actually shifting their perspectives about who they are, actually manifesting the unimaginable, well, they'll get interested and curious. And when you express love in those times, because you're guided to somehow, some way, you think it's your own idea, you think it's your own thought, you think you made it up, but someone sent you that inspiration. Someone sent you that thought. And you said, that sounds like a good thought. So I'll act in love in this situation. And then you express love. You expand by expressing love in joy, in curiosity, in interest, in excitement, and in all these wonderful above-the-horizon line emotions. That's what you intended. Angels? Yes, part of the story. Excellent. Lots of angels around, but they're not ever going to interfere with your life. You are sovereign. It is your life. And if you think about it, if you were an angel and you looked at your friend, from the higher perspective of the angel, you would see nothing but perfection. But from the limited perspective of Shannon, you see problems and things that should be different than they are and wish things should be different like this. But an angel would never do that because an angel would see everything as perfect. Because why? Because the angel has clarity from a higher perspective, from the highest perspective. So does your inner self. So do all your guidance supporters. So does your son who exists in the non-physical sees everything as perfect and is guiding you as well. So we say, if you want to make a distinction between angels and, and guides and supporters and loved ones who have passed, go right ahead. But none of them are going to come here and change anything for you. Why? Because why would they? It's perfect. They can see it. You can't. When you start to see it, you'll realize why they do not interject. Because interjection would be unfathomable to them. Changing anything in a perfect system would be unconscionable. They could do it. They will never do it. And when you return to the non-physical, you'll see why. Because everything's perfect. Thank you. I Thank you. Excellent. Who's next? Erica. I loved what you were getting into about like the caffeine, the, the coffee question. And I was just wondering if you had thoughts about like addiction in general, when people have that kind of urge or that compulsion, and then you can get in this cycle where you're trying to not consume it, but then that's almost adding to that whole cycle. I'm just curious, like what your thoughts are about addiction in general and how can it be like easy? Raise your perspective. You can't be addicted. Lower your perspective, easy to be addicted. What is addiction? I take a substance, I feel better, meaning while I'm taking that substance, I raise my perspective. Can I hold my perspective? Probably not. And then the substance wears off and you come back down crashing to your previous perspective. So what you're doing is getting addicted to a higher perspective from whatever that is, shopping, having adventures from doing substances, from drinking coffee to alcohol, whatever it is. Something about that interaction temporarily allows you to raise your perspective. If your perspectives are really very high, then coming back down, there is no coming back down. It's already high. It doesn't mean anything. You're not going to be addicted because you're already at a high perspective. You're able to maintain the higher perspective. 
if you have a very limited perspective thinking that nothing is working and everything sucks and you don't feel good in your body and everyone's out to get you and you have some substance that you think causes you to feel good well it never caused you to feel good it allowed you somehow to distract yourself momentarily from your situation and you felt better because you raised your perspective in that moment now you may have blamed the thing or credited the thing for doing that but the shift raising up feels really good but going back down feels really bad you don't want to go back down because that perspective doesn't feel good you might find someone who had an addiction 20 years ago and they stopped taking it out of willpower whatever and they were in fear of this substance because they thought this substance was addictive and they raised their perspective over time maybe they got some information and they started looking at themselves and maybe things started working in their life and they got out of that area and they now look back and they say that thing is still bad well that's fine but realize that if they tried that again it would be a different feeling because they're a different perspective. Classic example of this was in Vietnam, many soldiers became addicted to heroin. Yeah, what was the conditions like in Vietnam? How were they feeling in Vietnam? They were feeling like a victim. They were sent there. They were stuck there. They were fighting for their life. They were in fear all the time. And so they would do heroin. They would feel better and crash back down. And that up and down caused them to crave this thing and then they came home and almost none of them were addicted because the conditions changed and they felt better and they had a higher perspective through those conditions. Well, this was the perspective born out of conditions from one really terrible condition to comparably a much better one. What you're all doing now is you're going from higher and higher and higher perspectives, but you still have beliefs about what's good and bad, what's right or wrong. There are no rules for where you are now. There are no ways to measure people based on where your perspective is. They don't do group studies of people with high perspectives. Those people are never included in those group studies. It's generally people who want to come and make $15 to do this test. You see? So you can't compare yourself to whatever studies are out there, whatever people share, good or bad. You can only compare it to how you feel about it to what your aligned inspiration is. And if you fear something, it's because of a belief that has possibly no merit to it. Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. But you can explore, you can be open to inspiration. Now, if you want to change a condition and you drink coffee or do something and you think this is gonna make you feel better, it never will. It'll never ever help you. But if you are high-flying, high-perspective, enjoying life, having fun, and you get an inspiration to have a beer, why not? If that is going to enhance anything you do, most likely, it really will depend on your perspective. You will really know where your perspective is. And you will realize when you're playing around with this idea of perspective and this idea of seeing yourself as a creator and seeing everything as available to you, you that is absolute freedom. You do not have to pay attention to what other people are afraid of anymore. You can make your own decisions based on your connection with your inner self. You will get all the guidance. And if you have the inspiration to something, to do something, and have a fear that that's a bad thing, you are limiting yourself. If you want to change a condition, 
that's a different story. But if you were inspired, you can act on the inspiration. Now, the inspiration will lead to some experience. That some experience will give you the opportunity to increase your perspective even more. Could be a wonderful manifestation. Could be a wonderful experience. Could be a wonderful outcome. Could be a manifestation event. Either way, it gives you the opportunity to use that to look at it and see how perfect that whole thing was from the inspiration to the fear that popped up to the action that you took to the eventual outcome and then looking back at it and seeing that it's perfect. If you can start doing this with disregard, complete disregard to essentially every single thing you've learned because every single thing you've learned taught to you by others, whether they wanted you to behave or wanted you to learn something in school or wanted you to be a cog in the system, if you can disregard everything you learned by anyone who is ever existing in fear and say, from this point forward, nothing is real other than the inspiration that I received from my inner self, the direct guidance, you are all very close to having absolute direct communication with your inner selves in thought at all times. This is a natural given birthright, and you are all so close to that. The only thing that's separating is you is your belief system that says these random crazy thoughts that are coming in are just manufactured in my brain, and there is no off switch. These thoughts are being attracted based in your vibration. Your vibration, the quality of that vibration is determined by your perspective in every area of your life. If you expect to communicate with your inner self and believe it, it'll be there all the time. If you expect to communicate with your guides and supporters, it will be there all the time. That's all of the thoughts that will be coming. If you expect to have inspiration flowing to you in every moment, you will notice it all of the time. And this will lead you to actions that will be not linked to what you think you want but we'll link to pathways to raise perspective even more. We will say it again. How you see yourself in your reality is translated as a vibration. That vibration is emitted to the universe. The universe responds with a reflection of that, a perfect reflection. In the space of accepting the reflection as perfect, without resistance to the reflection, without wishing things were different, without wishing you were different, without wishing people were different, with accepting it in this moment, as perfect, not liking it, not loving it, accepting it. This is the stepping stone I'm on right now. This stepping stone has to be here because without the stepping stone, I could not make it to the next one. As I see this as perfect, one thing happens. I'm in an emotional state that's above, somehow above that horizon line. In that emotional state, I will receive inspiration. That inspiration will often sound crazy, nutty. I would never do that. I don't have time for that. I'm not capable of that. I don't have the money for that, whatever it is. But you will say to yourself, no, that's not possible. There's something I can do right now. I have everything I need. That inspiration doesn't seem like I'm going to get my million dollars if I do this thing. That inspiration is going to do one thing, lead you to a higher perspective. What happens when you get to a higher perspective? Your vibration raises. What happens when it raises? You now attract a different reality, a finer, higher quality reality. It feels better, more clarity, more authenticity, more of what you truly want. 
And then another experience, another inspiration, another thing will come to you to show you where you are. And you'll take another step in faith, not to get what you think you want, but to get to a higher perspective. Because when you get to a higher perspective, you have a new vibration. Therefore, you have a new reality. And it gets higher and higher. And this exponentially happens with confidence and with experience and with a little bit of practice. It becomes easy. And you just do what you're inspired to do without the clutter of your ideals, attachments to outcome, what you think you want. Without that clutter, you just live in this moment. And in this moment is where all your power is. So if you can see in this moment, I'm receiving inspiration. That's where all the power is in my entire reality. That inspiration, that one idea, that's the power. If I can act on that idea, if I can do some small thing to act on that idea, it's going to lead me to a higher perspective, higher vibration, more wonderful things. This is how you create your reality. This secret has never been discussed before in this manner. Because you've all reached a higher perspective, you've brought this new idea forward. Now, you may not be able to grasp this in this one conversation. You may have to listen to this over again a couple of times. But if you can get this idea that the inspiration coming from a high emotional state of being will lead through experience to another higher perspective. And that's how you manifest everything you want. And with that, we are complete. Thank you, Joshua. Thank Excellent. You. Thank you. Fantastic. Thank you. you. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that one was amazing. The key to manifesting everything you truly want is by doing only one thing, is raising your perspective in every area of your life. I've seen this working in my life. It's a dramatic shift. How I am now is so much different than how I was even a year ago. Things are really moving quickly now, and we're getting information at a higher speed and more clarity. It's very cool to watch how this all unfolds. Uh, if you're running to continue this raising your perspective idea, the best way to do it is to join our basic training course. Send me an a, a email to garybodley at gmail.com, and I'll send you some information and tell you all about it. Um, and there's a lot of other stuff happening here, too. So uh, keep your uh, dial tuned to this podcast. There's more stuff coming up really soon. Uh, it's a lot of interesting stuff. Uh, you can visit our website at theteachingsofjoshua.com. There's free meditations there. There's three of them you can get. There's also the neutrality meditation and the audiobook, A Perception of Reality. This is a great place to start as well. Uh, it will really shift your perspective. Meditation is the first step. We'll have a new 14-day uh, course coming on soon, but really the way to get this going is the basic training course, which is going to start in February 27th. So send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. Thanks again for supporting this podcast and for being here and listening all the way to the end. We really appreciate it. Everything you do helps spread this uh, higher perspective throughout the world. It's happening in all different countries. It's crazy. All the different countries that are, uh, that have this podcast really in the top 10 of spirituality podcasts. So it's getting bigger and bigger. And I thank you for all that. So if you have any questions for me, send me an email. Otherwise, we'll see you next time. Have a wonderful week. Bye-bye.